Dining at Disney Podcast. The Dining at Disney Podcast. Your ultimate source for the wonderful world of dining at the Disneyland and Walt Disney World Resort. You'll discover all the best restaurants and food as you hungrily explore the Disney parks. Let's do this thing! The Dining at Disney Podcast. And now your hosts, Kristen and Bubba. So you guys want to know the latest of what is going to happen once the Disney parks open in order to keep everybody safe? Are you looking for some ways that you can bring a bar into your own home? And are you excited about May the 4th and Star Wars and looking for some recipes in order to bring that Star Wars into your home? Okay, if so, we've got all of that for you today. (laughs) Welcome to the Dining at Disney podcast. I'm Kristen. Of course, with me is my Disneyland food expert, Bubba. Mm -hmm. And those are the things that we're going to be talking about today. If this is your first time here, welcome. Those of you returning, welcome back. Uh, As you may know, Bubba and I are longtime Disney park annual pass holders. And today we are going to kick it off talking about what Disney's going to do in the parks to help keep everybody safe. And I think you've got that story for us, right, Bubba? I certainly do. So once again, parks are closed everywhere around the world. Any Disney park, a resort, property, anything is, that's Disney is closed right now. Uh, so the plan is to start figuring out what they need to do to make everything a lot more cleaner and safer. When people do come back to the parks in Florida, they actually have a team that is, uh, ready to implement these, uh, rules I'm about to read. As for California, our governor right now is still putting a hold on all businesses, uh, including Disney. So we're going to see what's going to happen in California, but it looks like in Florida, they may be opening sooner than California. And this is from the Orlando County Economic Recovery Task Force in Florida. They have these uh, certain rules that they're ready to implement, especially if you want to go to the park. Uh, The first phase is eventually reopen of the eventual reopening uh, is to do a 50% capacity of Disney. Uh, the Disney property. Uh, At Disneyland, I know that certain park is 75,000 capacity. Uh, I don't know how Disney World works, but 50% capacity to keep the the social distancing away from everybody. Um, They will do temperature checks and face masks that will be required for all Disney employees. Um, as soon as you check into work, they will check your temperature, make sure you have a face mask. As for the guests, there are rumors that, uh, they may check guests at the security gate for, uh, temperatures and stuff like that, but that's just all rumored right now. There's no definite on that. Um, guests would be required to maintain six feet of space between one another while waiting in line for the attractions. Now, there was a picture leaked from Shanghai Disney a couple days ago showing how these social distance cues are going to work. And they're like little squares uh, separating each group, not person, but group. I'm sure if you have a group of like three or four, you're going to be fine. 
Uh, it's just the group in front of you or back of you will be about it, from the pictures, it looks like four to six feet. But, um, you know, here in the U.S., I know we're doing six feet apart from each other. So it's definitely going to be the same size line, but less people <laughs> since everybody's going to be six feet behind one another. Uh, hand sanitizer will be provided throughout the park. Of course, I believe it is already uh, in certain areas of the park at Disney World and at Disneyland, I believe. Uh, during the second phase of the reopening, Disney World would operate at 75% capacity, capacity, according to the guidelines. So that's uh, who knows when that's going to be, who knows how long the first phase is going to be uh, also with that. And I'm, I'm going to guess maybe throughout the summer, the first phase is going to go on. Uh, I'm, I'm guessing the second phase might even not be till winter. And um, there is no official opening date announced by Disney for Disneyland or Disney World or any of the theme parks around the, the world. So uh, until then, everything is closed until further notice. But uh, this is the rules that the Orlando Economic County Task Force wants to do to get hurry up and get Disney World open. Because uh, I'm sure they're just waiting just like us, just like me and you, just waiting for it to be open. Yep. Yeah. I can't imagine trying to police people keeping their distance in the park. And especially when it comes to queuing, you'd have to have more employees then in order to make sure everybody's following that guideline. Because I mean, we've yes. seen pictures of people out in stores where they put the X's on the ground or whatever to market, and you still see people not in those parameters, you know, so it'll be interesting to see how it works. And, you know, as far as testing it out, are they going to start with pass holders or is this going to be resort guests only? And how uh -huh. do you calculate when your resorts hold more people than the parks can hold, how they're going to, navigate all that and I mean it's there's a lot of the logistics that are going to go into all of that and I'm sure they're having meeting after meeting after meeting trying to figure oh, out it's how yeah, I'm sure do that I'm sure every day they're just trying to uh, figure out what else what's the next step what's the next step and uh yeah that's actually kind of a a weird idea if I mean if I would think they may do something like that either pass holders or resort guests only yeah I mean uh yeah that that would be kind of crazy but it's because everybody it's going to be a mad rush once the park's open everybody's going oh we're going to go this day they're finally open and it's it's going to be very disappointing to a lot of people when they get there that oh we can't come in and they're already at they're already closed the gate and it's 9 a.m and the park yeah. opened at 8 so I mean just remember everybody just have your patience you once the park's open you, you'll be able to go in soon you just might not be able to go that opening day but you know just be patient especially with cast members when you're there they're just following their orders and making sure you're staying safe yeah so that's just that's just a big thing I want people to remember once the park's open oh yes because those poor cast members are going to they're going to have their hands full and they're not, 
they're not going to want people screaming and yelling at them over things yeah. that they have to do that are legal issues, not, not just, you know, Disney rules, but these are legal things that they're going to have to deal with. And people screaming and yelling at you, it's never pleasant, but when you are doing what you have to legally, that makes it even harder, you know, to, to manage people and go, you know, go through with that day in and day out. And it's oh, not yeah. going to be easy. So make sure you thank your cast members and be nice. Yes. Yes. That's definitely yes, important. Yes, definitely. So I've got for my story is about wine bar George and being able to bring in a little bit of his Disney magic into your home. And he had recently done a video via Instagram with uh, Corvin. And if you are not familiar with Corvin, it is a uh, wine preservation system. They have like this cool little screw cap that works with it and it can keep your wines fresh for weeks, months, even years, depending on the, the type and the varietal of wine. It's super cool. Definitely something that if you are a high-end wine drinker, you need to have in your home. Because once you open a bottle of wine, they, you know, there is a like expiration on it at that point. And this can keep it you know, to where that $500 bottle of wine that you just opened, you can put a cork back in it and that thing is still good a few months later instead of having to drink that within a week. Yeah. So it's that it's super cool. But they had done uh, an Instagram thing uh, just talking about the ultimate wine bar in home and some of the things you need, the way to help enjoy your wines the most. So, and it may be things as little as keeping your glass clean. Because if you have a glass that isn't clean, it's going to affect not just the smell of your wine, but also the taste. Mm -hmm. So he talks about how, um, and this is uh, Master Sommelier George Mielotes uh, from Wine Bar George. He is one of 256 master sommeliers in the world so he knows his wines and they talked about all different kinds of things but one of them being how at wine bar george every glass is hand polished to make sure it is super clean before that gets to be used to bring wine to to the guests and one of the cool things about Wine Bar George, if you've never been, is they have 160 different types of wine that they offer. And one of the things that I think is unique and super cool about this place is they've got a wide variety of wines. And with that, most places you either have to get by the bottle or by the glass, and you can't get every wine in either of those. Here, all 160 wines come by the bottle, by the glass, 
as well as by the ounce. So if you've always wondered <laughs> what a $300 bottle of wine tastes like and you can't dish out the kind of money to find out what that tastes like at Wine Bar George, you can get one ounce and that way you have the opportunity to taste that wine. He is really wow. big in educating people and making wine accessible and people more knowledgeable about it, which I think is really cool. You know, I mean, he knows so much about it and trying to make it to where anybody who is interested in wine has the ability to get the knowledge about it as well as try the expensive wines and get into wine drinking. So I think that's super cool. They talked about a handful of different wines and one of them was, um, oh gosh, a, I have it on the website. Um, if you go to dining at Disney, I posted about it. Um, oh, it's the name of the wine. It is. I'm actually looking at the wine. Spanish right wine. Now. It's the, is it Tempranillo? Uh, and it is Protocolo, I think was the name of it. But he was saying what's great about the Spanish wine is it tastes amazing, but on top of it, you can get a bottle of that for $9. That's, that's insane. <laughs> I know. That's awesome. I mean, he's recommending a wine that somebody who's just starting to, you know, learn about wines or taste wines that, that they can absolutely purchase at home and have around the house. But if you want to know more about it, definitely go to Dining at Disney. There you will find the video all about it. So you can watch the the video on, uh, on his presentation. It was about 58 minutes, I think. But you can also, if you're into getting a Coravin, there is a special discount code available right now. Uh, and I have that posted and it was through Wine Bar George. And the reason they have this, this code is not only you're going to save 10%, but on top of that, it lets them know uh, that you heard about it through Wine Bar George. And when they do these discounts, they're also then giving to Brands X Better. And that's a benefit for the James Beard Relief Fund. So you'll get 10% off and it lets them know that they need to donate a percentage of that over to that foundation. So I think it's a super cool thing. You get to buy something and help a charity at the same time. So. Yeah, I'm actually looking at their wine menu right now and wow. Very impressive. Oh, yeah. The, the most, out, I think this is the most expensive one they have, but it's the Chateau Margaux uh, from France. It's a 96 wine. It is $100 an ounce. You can buy one ounce for $100. What is the whole you, bottle? The whole bottle is $2,400. Wow. So, yeah. But they have other wines. I mean, this one, not too pricey. It's only $36 a bottle. The Casa de uh, Bosque, I believe, is how they pronounce that. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, it, various price ranges, but I would like to try that. 
I just think it's, it's awesome that they have things set up that way. And it's one of my favorite places to go. I actually have, um, because they have like a little walk up area where you can get some stuff to have your own like little picnic or one of their frozen wines. Yeah. That's the Frosé. (laughs) uh Uh-huh. Their Frosé is awesome. And actually that's how I, that's one of the ways that I got into drinking rosé, which is actually what I'm drinking today. <laughs> um, I've been a long time, either if I drink a white wine, it's Chardonnay, and other than that, I drink reds. So I got into drinking some rosés, one by trying the frosé there. They have this deal for $30, you buy the corksicle wine glass, and it has Wine Bar George on it, which I have one, but it needs to still be unpacked. It's upstairs because it's one of my, it's like my travel thing. I take it with me when I'm traveling because at Disney, once you buy that, the uh, first drink and it is free. And then after that, you come back and I think it's $10 for the refills. Wow. And so they stay that thing, the corksicle alone, if you buy one online, even if it's Amazon, it's 30 bucks. So you I mean, why not get a cool one from there that you can use at home, keep your wine cold in the summer, and it really keeps it cold because Florida gets hot, and I got that and didn't finish (laughs) it, left it in the cup, brought it into the hotel, and the next day, I was like, I wonder if this is still cold. Popped it open, and it was still frozen. I was like, that's that's pretty awesome, you know? (laughs) Definitely a corksicle is worth its money, but... Check out Wine Bar George. You can also follow them on Facebook and Instagram. And we've got an article on Dining at Disney right now where you can check that out and get that promo code for 10% off uh, a Coravin uh, wine preserver. So, okay, Bubba, coming up this coming week, we're heading into May. And what what comes with May? You know what that means. Not just Mother's Day, not just Memorial Day, but Star Wars Day is probably backwards you see it. But Star Wars Day, May the 4th, be with all of you this coming week. And Disney has actually planned uh, certain things to do for to actually watch on Disney Plus so you can catch the season or series finale sorry not season but the final episode of the clone wars on did you watch again no i didn't watch it i didn't watch it uh she was you were telling me about the fight scene at the last episode how epic it was and i needed to watch that uh no i did not watch it yet it is um, oh so yeah series finale of the clone wars you also have the Mandalorian roundtable discussion with directors and writers and actors uh, actresses you're going to have that premiere on May 4th and just recently announced you will catch the final movie in the Star Wars saga Rise of Skywalker on May 4th on Disney Plus so it's a pretty epic day for that uh, Star Wars to view and you you got a lot of things to watch that day but not only that i mean what better way to celebrate the day than to make some of your favorite star wars 
treats. So I know you have a couple. I've seen a couple too. Uh, we went to Star. If you go to StarWars.com, they have a lot of recipes too. Yes, they do. That I saw. So, I mean, you could just just go to the search bar and type in recipe recipes, and they're gonna bring out all sorts of things that you can do. Uh, you can make uh, little pork potatoes. Um, you can have. I like the little Yavin cookie metal. Uh, Thing that you can make so you just make a little cookie metal from what they got what luke and han got but chewy didn't get one uh he poor I, yeah. chewy poor chewy i know uh you could also make these uh it's a recipe for han solo dice cubes i mean there's all sorts of things you, you can make and see so you have on monday where you can celebrate all of your all of your heroes that day but the next day is May the 5th, or in Star I, Wars, May the 6th. May the Revenge, Sith. Revenge of the 6th. Revenge Sith. of the 6th. Revenge of the 5th. I know. People say 5th. I have been saying 6th since. I, That's I just because that. you want three full days of being yes. able to celebrate stuff because you got. Your your Star Wars stuff on on the fourth, then Cinco de Mayo on the fifth, and so mm-hmm. therefore you just push it to the sixth, so that way you can go. I've got three days. To yeah, three days everything. of party. Three days, even though we can't do anything to Cinco de Mayo here in California, but still, it's I've done that my whole. I'm, gosh, I don't even know how long. So I mean, <laughs> like you said, we're we'll I'll argue with people about no, it's fifth, no, it's sixth. I call it Revenge of the Sixth. So May 6th is the Sith day, which... So why the rest of us are celebrating on the same day as Cinco de Mayo, Bubba will be celebrating the next day. Mm-hmm. And see, you can celebrate with a pumpkin spice palpatine cookie, mm. <laughs> which I think is pretty awesome. <laughs> then you also have these Darth Vader peanut butter cookies. So instead of the center having like the Hershey's kiss, you have a Darth Vader, you know, piece of chocolate there. That's super cool. Or if you're like myself and you are a fan of Darth Maul, you can have a Darth Maul quinoa salad. So you got your, you're healthy and you're not so healthy. And that way you're, you're good for both sides. I like the unhealthy stuff, but yeah, I like this. There's also a, a recipe for blue, for bantha burgers and blue milk buns. <laughs> so that's it's it's kind of nuts. Or the Maz and cheese. Instead of mac and cheese, they call it Maz and cheese. Uh, I love mac and cheese, so I'm, I think I might make that one. Or Stormtrooper rice balls. Rice balls are easy to make, but making them in Stormtrooper shapes, that's very impressive. <laughs> impressive. Most impressive. Most impressive. <laughs> Well, do you have anything else for today, Bubba? No, I don't. So, uh, just everybody have a great May the 4th, Revenge of the 6th or 5th, whatever you call it. And You know uh, what? We'd like to hear which way you which way do you think? Do you think it's the 5th <laughs> or do you think it's the 6th? And you can either comment on social media whether you agree with Bubba that it should be the 6th or you're you're all for the 5th, which it currently is. So, 
<laughs> you can hit us up either social media or email us at info at dining at disney.com because we want to hear what you think. <laughs> and speaking of that, if you've enjoyed the show today, make sure if you haven't already, you like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell so that way you know when we post new content. If you want to help out the show and celebrate Star Wars, you can go to Amazon. We've got links on Dining at Disney for our Amazon store, which has some pretty cool like Star Wars kitchen things, but we also have them set up like by category. So you can find Disney, Star Wars, Marvel, cookbooks, other cool books that we like, all there, cost you nothing other than what you're going to spend. Or if you want to shop Disney store, we've got links for that as well. And those of you that missed the live shows that we would post on Facebook and you want us to bring back some kind of live show, we do have a Patreon account that you can check out. So you can click on that link and find out what a dollar, five dollars and up can get you each month by supporting Dining at Disney on Patreon. Bubba, when you are not here on Dining at Disney, posting about your Disney food love, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram at big underscore Bubba underscore B. I'm sure I'll have stuff to post on May the 4th too, so that'll be exciting. And as far as Dining at Disney, of course, you can find us at diningatdisney.com and all of our various social media accounts. But also, make sure you check us out on Anchor. You can now find the Dining at Disney podcast on Anchor, as well as many other places uh, for your podcast listening needs. And if you're into podcasts, make sure you also check out the Disney list. Every Sunday, myself and my husband, Al John, we go live on Facebook, which then you can hear the show on Sorcerer Radio on Mondays. So we do that, and then our friends, WDW Park Hoppers, they go live on Facebook every Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, so you can check out Park Hopper Sid and Park Hopper John there. Normally, they broadcast from a Disney World restaurant or bar, but right now, they are broadcasting from their home, doing cocktails there, so you definitely want to make sure you check them out. And for those of you looking for a fun place to chit-chat and meet other Disney fans, we've got two great places on Facebook. Of course, our friends in the Sorcerer Radio Fun Zone, you also want to check out the Disney dorks because they are quite entertaining. Well, until next time, I'm Kristen. With me, of course, is Bubba. Be safe. Drink Corona. Don't share it. And bon appetit. <laughs> this podcast is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or its holdings and is intended for entertainment purposes.